Hey guys, welcome to the Scott's Morning Show. Today is Saturday, September 1st, 2018, and it is Random Acts of Kindness Day. So, uh, we got a good show for you today. Got to talk about a lot of stuff. We don't got that many birthdays today, though. I had to dig kind of deep here. First up, we've got Jonan Vasquez. Probably fucked that up, but he turns 44 today. You might know him. As one of the writers and colorists uh, for Invader Zim, I'm pretty sure the cartoon show, not the comic, because this was way back before I think they had the comic. But uh, he is also the creator of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. That name sounds familiar. I don't remember. Um, don't remember what that was though. <clears throat> that name sounds super familiar. But uh, next up, we've got Eric Morales. I had a best buddy of mine named Eric Morales. I can't find him anymore. But uh, this dude turns 42 today, and uh, he was voted 49th out of 50 for ESPN's Greatest Boxers of All Time. So that's a pretty good achievement, I guess. You know, I don't know how many boxers there are, but that, that includes all weight classes. So 49th out of 50, Greatest Boxers of All Time. That's... Not horrible. Um, and then next up, we've got Joseph Mark, the dude, dude with two first names. Um, turning 34 today, around my age, doing a little bit better than me. <clears throat> I was kind of surprised because this dude, he is the lead guitarist and backup singer for Fallout Boy. And I thought Fallout Boy was like out when I was, uh, when I was still like, super young, but I guess, I guess not, I don't know, because he's only two years older than me, I thought it was like way back in junior high, and that would have put him like, I don't know, like freshman in high school when they got huge, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't really listen to Fallout Boy, so I have no idea where, when they got big, I guess I'm just mixing dates around. Speaking about dates, today in history, in 1923, the Great Conti Earthquake killed 105,000 people in Yokohama, Tokyo. And I think I pronounced that right, so. <clears throat> but yeah, 105,000 people from an earthquake, that is fucking crazy. But I guess Tokyo, you know, that shit's all built on top of each other, so I don't know. 1923, they wouldn't have had too many skyscrapers and shit, I, I don't know, yeah, it's kind of crazy, and then, uh, in just as depressing news, we got 1939, Hitler signs the bill to euthanize all mentally disabled people, so, <clears throat> yeah, that actually happened, um, let's get into some more positive stuff here, in 1974, the SR-71 Blackbird sets and still holds the record for flying to London from New York in 1 hour and 54 minutes and 56.4 seconds. That shit is fast. It was traveling at a speed of 1,435.5 miles per hour, so... Yeah, that's fucking crazy fast. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, this this was actually where I lived in Palmdale. It was just right off on the side of the road, right on this road that, like, 
it was by nothing and you know you just sort of drive by it on your way when I owned my landscape company and I'd go out to East Palmdale I'd drive by it every week but yeah the thing looks pretty cool it's like a rocket with these little stubby wings in the back um actually a funny story back when I was shit how old was I I was probably like 19 or 20 I told you guys my buddy was a air traffic control flight simulator, right? Well, out there at that base where this uh, Blackbird was, there were these two security guards, and they were, like, quick drawing on each other, killing time, you know? (laughs) And one of the fucking security guards actually accidentally shot the gun and hit the fucking Blackbird. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that asshole got fired, but... Yeah, that's pretty funny shit. Um, Yeah, we also had the musical road out there. I don't know if you guys have seen that Honda commercial where that they drive over that road and it goes dun 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 dun. dun, dun. That was out. uh, Originally, it was out by this neighborhood, this new neighborhood I worked on. I laid the pipe for over there, but uh, at night everybody would like you know, go as fast as they could and drive the road backwards and then, you know, just drive it regular as fast as they could. So it, <clears throat> the neighbors were getting pretty pissed off around the area because they'd hear that shit nonstop. And then they moved it out to this lake and uh, <clears throat> it was a little man-made lake, you know, filled with the reclaimed sewer water out yeah, kind of far away from everything. But if you'd show up early in the morning to this lake, you could hear that shit non-stop, man, and the cars, you know, like, multiple cars would drive over it, so you'd fucking hear it, but they, uh, <clears throat> they put, uh, they put all these barricades up for, like, I don't know, two miles, so you couldn't get into the other lane and drive it backwards, well, it kind of deterred you, I'm sure people still did it, but, Yeah, there's only three of those in the world, but we used to get a lot of crazy shit like that out in Lancaster, Palmdale area, just because, you know, it's so close to Hollywood where they film all this shit, and then they gotta move it somewhere, so they put it it out by us, but (gasps) yeah, lots of cool little shit out there. Uh, I miss, miss Lancaster, but let's get back into it here today. In 1979, we had the uh, U.S. Space Probe Pioneer 2, and that came within 13,000 miles of Saturn, and it made it the first spacecraft to ever visit the planet. So, 13,000 miles away still seems pretty friggin' far away to say you visited the planet, but 1979, man, I I don't know, I guess they, you know... They had regular film. They could have taken pictures of that shit, but I don't know. Because they got to leave, you know, when you get out of the atmosphere, there's that whole radiation belt. You know what I'm saying? And you couldn't even bring film through a metal detector at the airport without that shit going bad. So I don't know. I mean, they might have been putting that shit in a Faraday cage, but, uh... I know when they went to the moon, they didn't have, I mean, that shit was noted that they didn't have any special, uh, cameras, there was no special housing for that shit, and they said they took all those pictures, which, by the way, all of the original files from the moon landings have disappeared, and then they had this magnetic tape 
that they fucking, uh, they recorded some of this shit on. <coughs> oh man, sorry, my throat's all clogged. But that mag- magnetic tape accidentally got recorded over because there was a shortage of magnetic tape. And apparently the moon landing wasn't important enough to keep. So they recorded that, recorded right over that shit. I'm not buying it. I don't think we've ever been to the fucking moon. We haven't been more than like, we haven't left our atmosphere since then with a person, right? And, uh, we've, uh, in 1969, we had computers that were as good as fucking calculators, right? The next time they're planning on sending someone to the moon will be in 2035. The Chinese are going to send somebody to the fucking moon. So we were in this race for Russia. We had these little calculators that we were launching fucking, basically, missiles up to the moon with fucking people on them. And we managed to make it. Uh, We had all this janky-ass footage. I mean, I know, you know, most of you people won't believe me, but... uh, <clears throat> check that shit out for yourself. Check check out that footage from the fucking moon landing. Like every one of its every different clip is different. You know, some it'll look like they're fucking bouncing on trampolines and others it'll look like they're just walking super slow and then the flags like pinned up and then the flags hanging down and like yeah, I I don't buy into that moon landing bullshit. I think we were in a dick measuring race with uh Russia, and we had to just get some shit out there, you know, they beat us in digging the biggest hole, so, I don't know, that's my belief, but, uh, yeah, I know I'm crazy, let's get into some more shit here, in 2004, terrorists hijacked a school in North, I'm gonna fuck this up, Ossetia, Russia, and, uh, this shit lasted for three days, And it ended with 385 people dying. So, yeah, that shit's pretty sad. And you think about Russia. I mean, Russia, you know, you got all that Vladimir Putin shit and the KT or K KTG KTB whatever the fuck I don't know what that was called. Um, KGB, yeah, KGB. There we go. Uh, But they are like a first world nation, you know. And then it's like it's pretty close to something like that happening here. 385 people dead, um, you know, as a result of terrorists. That's pretty crazy. <clears throat> okay, so let's get into the today's news. We got some, uh, yeah, we got one sad, depressing story today, but then the rest of it's just pretty cool. First up, we got a ghost ship roaming around the waters of Myanmar. <clears throat> so, uh, Earlier this week, a fisherman notified the police, the Myanmar police, that there was abandoned, an abandoned ship out at sea. So uh, the, the only thing they knew about the ship was the ship's name was the Sam Ratalangi PB-1600. And it was at least, mo- at least 580 feet long. So uh, for all you European listeners, you're going to have to break that down into meters, because I have to do that shit all the time, I know it's our fault, we're the Americans, we had to be different, make our stupid um, measuring system that doesn't make any sense, but yeah, it's your guys' turn to break that down into meters, but, <clears throat> so the the ship finally, uh, 
finally beached itself on Thursday, last Thursday, and um, when it was beached, they went up there, all the police, they went on there, and they, uh, you know, started looking around and shit, and they didn't find anything, the entire vessel was cleaned, I mean, there was nothing on this big ass ship, but uh, there was one Indonesian flag on there, and... They uh, searched the marine traffic website and they found that this ship was built in 2001 and the last recorded location was in Taiwan in 2009. So what is that? That's nine years this thing had been just MIA. Big ass fucking two football field long ship. Uh, I don't know. Could you say drug ship? <clears throat> but... Uh, yeah, this, this was actually the first abandoned ship in Myanmar ever, so, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, what do you guys think? You think this was just, like, pirates robbed the ship, killed the crew, stole everything, left it out there, or you think it was an old smuggler ship that was getting too much heat, so they just sort of abandoned it out there in the water and let some, you know, fucking, ah, it's not mine anymore. Or uh, do you think it was just this, you know, ghost ship that was lost out traveling the waters with the Flying Dutchman and the Lady Lovey Bond uh, until it finally made its way back into our world and then beached itself in Myanmar? Or do you think it was just like an environmental nightmare that couldn't pass any inspections and was going to cost so much money to get running, so instead of paying all that money, they just sort of, you know, owner cut his losses, fucking renamed the boat, threw it out there, and, uh, was gonna let the next sucker have to deal with all that shit. I'm voting for the Flying Dutchman story myself, that one seems a little bit cooler, so, but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, I mean, those ships gotta cost a fucking ass ton of money, like, an ass ton of money, and to just abandon it out there, I'm, I'm guessing that it, you know, it had some janky ass old engines that weren't passing shit and it was rusted with some cheap ass steel and there were just like so many problems with it so they just fucking abandoned it out there instead of having to pay to scrap the thing and get rid of it I don't know I don't know <clears throat> okay let's get into the next one's kind of cool uh Canadian University has developed a rollable flexible tablet screen so this thing looks pretty cool. Uh, they sort of formed it into the scroll deal. And then the sides of the scroll, like the tops, where the like the wood would be, you know, that would you'd roll the scroll up with, are just knobs. And these knobs will let you endlessly scroll through, like, Instagram or, you know, any, any type of file or whatever the hell that, uh, super long, you can just infinitely scroll through, and, uh, so it's got a 7.5 inch screen, and I'm pretty sure that's lengthwise, they didn't tell you how long it is, it looks like it rolls out, it might be 7.5 by 7.5, but <clears throat> you can taco this screen, and then it turns into a phone, which... Yeah, I mean, for a prototype, it's pretty cool, but, uh, yeah, that, you know, their, their overall goal 
is to get these things as small as a pen so it can fit in your shirt pocket. And yeah, I mean, that, that would be pretty cool. You know, they, you just unroll this thing and you got your phone. It's as big as a pen. Um, you can infinitely scroll through. The screen's kind of flexible. So that flexible screen is definitely going to open up the doors for a whole bunch of other shit, you know. But uh, most of the computer or the tablet components, I'm pretty sure, are inside of the actual frame of the skull. And then it's just sort of this hooked up to that flexible screen. But I think that flexible screen, like I said, you're going to be able to do all sorts of cool shit, whether it's optical illusions, you know, putting it into like nautical star shape and making all these cool 3D things or whatever the fuck it is. But <clears throat> uh, Samsung and Hawaii, some Japanese company, they're... Uh, they're planning on dominating this market, so there's some pretty big push, a lot of money being spent into, you know, getting this shit going, but uh, if you guys want to check it out, right now the Canadian version is called Magic Scroll, so I'm sure you just bump that thing into YouTube and you'll see all about it, it's pretty cool, um, but yeah, right now it's, you know, it's about two inches thick. So it's like if you got a two-inch piece of PVC, that's about how thick. Probably an inch and a half, realistically. I don't know. It depends on how big that dude's hands were in the video. but And then um, it's probably about nine inches long. If the screen's 7.5, I'm kind of making out that it was nine inches long or so. But <clears throat> yeah, definitely check that out. It's pretty cool. Next up, we've got uh, what are the crazy extremists doing in New Mexico? So, the police had raided a compound in Taos, New Mexico, early August, uh, in search of a missing three-year-old boy. At the compound, they found uh, 11 malnourished children. So, there were 11, you know, starving children, and then there were the remains of a toddler buried next to the compound, and... Um, there was an ass ton of weapons, weapons and ammunition, and there were two men and three women. <clears throat> so the one man, the reason they were out there was this dude, I'm going to butcher all these people's names because these are like Muslim names and I, I don't know enough Muslims to be able to pronounce that shit. So Saraha Wahaj was suspected of abducting his son from his Georgian home. And uh, all five of the adults were detained after they, you know, found the 11 kids and the buried toddler. So they included Saraha, Lucas Martin, Jani Lavilli, Hura Wahahi, and Sabana Wahahi. <laughs> Fucking no, I don't know. But uh, the FBI had been using drone surveillance on these people since early May, <laughs> and, um, you know, they, they went to court on August 13th, and Judge Sarah Backus granted bail to all five of them when she said there was no evidence that, uh, they were a harm to the community, which, you know, if you got an 11, or a, a, a toddler, and 11 starving children out there, like, fuck that, dude, I don't give a shit 
what your religious beliefs tell you. This dude, one of his kids was having seizures and his dad was trying to cure him instead of taking him to a hospital like a normal fucking person. He was trying to exercise the fucking devil out of him. Okay. And that's not enough to lock these motherfuckers up. And this has absolutely nothing to do with uh, them being Muslim. Those people out in the Mesa are fucking crazy. And that whole Mesa was founded by Christian religious extremists that were doing the same type of fucking shit. So, I mean, I I am all for getting rid of all of these extremists. I don't give a shit what religion you are. I don't give a shit what theology you are. It's like, if you're out there fucking beating children and making them starve and, you know, not taking them to the doctor when they need to go to the fucking doctor, something needs to happen. But, <clears throat> yeah, that Mesa is a fucking crazy place. I was hitchhiking with a kid that came from a ma- came from the Mesa when I was going up to the Rainbow Gathering, and, uh, you know, he'd tell me some crazy stories, but then my two buddies went up to live out there for, like, a month or two months or whatever, um, and yeah, I mean, they were saying, you know, it's all just, like, meth, guns, and just, like, it's fucking crazy, the, one of the dudes they were staying with, um, they were out in this, just, just a single wide trailer out there that was beat to shit, and the dude that was, like, it was his, his place he was staying in, they were inside, and the dog was yiping, and the dude told the dog to shut up, and the dog wouldn't shut up, so he walked over to it and shot it in the head with a fucking gun, like, Yeah, it's just an ass ton of crazy stories out there in the Mesa, but, um, yeah, let's get back into this story here. So, the prosecution argued that they were, what was this, can't read my own handwriting. They were teaching the children to use these weapons for an eventual Muslim attack on America, which, you know, I don't, you shouldn't bring all this Muslim bullshit in there, that's probably not what they were doing, probably practicing for the Armageddon or whatever the fuck, but, um, the judge was called an Islamic terrorist sympathizer, and, um, yeah, so they, they can, they're on bail, but they have to stay out there, um, with ankle bracelets, and they've got to make contact with their lawyer once a week. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's, I don't know, man, these religious people, it's, it's fucking crazy when you get into, like, the Muslim and Christian belief system, and, like, when they get into this extremist shit, like, I know a lot, a lot of the Christian extremists, right? So we're gonna have to break down how the Bible works here. So, originally, when there was Catholicism and I think Orthodox or whatever, they had the Septuagint and then they had the New New Testament, right? Well, then the Jews altered the Septuagint uh, for the Tanakh, which I'm probably screwing this up a little bit, but the Tanakh kind of disproved the fact that uh, Jesus was a prophet. So... Our new King James Bible uses the Tanakh for some reason. 
and then these these uh you know the new testament scriptures when originally like even the dead sea scrolls they're they're all the dead sea scrolls are almost perfectly compared to the septuagint which was the old greek or roman writing i think but uh yeah it's like I, if you read matthew mark luke and john side by side which i've i've done this i've done this you you should do it read matthew mark Luke and John side by side with the story. You will get four totally different stories. You know, from the crucifixion date and time to how many people were outside of the fucking temple or inside of the temple. Was the rock rolled? Was it still there? Like, the whole fucking thing is four different stories. And then we've just managed to meld those stories together to make one story. And it's, ah, man, I, people just devote their entire life to this without doing, like, any research at all. King James was gay, but, I mean, that's historically accurate. That's a fact from history. King James was gay. He had one main boyfriend and then a couple other boyfriends. And uh, we'll have Christians who are, like, so homophobic and fucking anti-gay but their, their damn Bible was written by a gay man. Like, I, I, I don't... I don't understand, man. I don't understand how you can dedicate your entire life to something without doing just a tiny little bit of research. You guys want something trippy? Type into YouTube, um, Christianity versus Astrology. <clears throat> And, I mean, it'll show you to the T. There's one video on there where he breaks it down into all the other different messiahs before Jesus that uh, were crucified. They had 12 disciples. Like Moses in the Old Testament. If you look at Moses, he had 12 brothers. You know, he was sold for silver instead of gold or what. Like, it. these are comparable stories, every one of them. But then it breaks down into how, like, December 25th, you've got uh, the crux, the star and the crux, and there's three days where the sun doesn't move until it starts rising up again, so it goes down, and then it stays still for three days, and then rises up. I mean, the thing will, like, it'll change, change the way you view that shit, totally. Totally. If you got an open mind, if you already believe it, you know, that's your deal. You can believe whatever you want. And I know I'll never change your mind, but, uh, yeah, as long as you're not one of them flat earthers, you know, those flat earthers are fucking crazy. <laughs> Talking about dinosaurs were put here by God as a test. Uh, I don't know. Well, this is Saturday, so I, you know, I'm just fucking around today. We rambled on a little, little later episode, you know. If you guys like that, you almost got 30 minutes, but that'll do it for today. I gotta go mow my entire apartment complex, so that's gonna take me about eight hours. So I won't be done until about seven tonight, starting pretty late. But uh, and then I'm gonna try to edit some 360 video for the first time here, so. Uh, got a lot of this fusion video, and man, I accidentally took an ass ton of, I was, thought the record button was the power button, and, uh, 
so I was taking all these fucking videos I had to go through, um, but, yeah, yeah, so I'll get that 360 video up, I'm gonna learn how to edit one, and then I'm gonna Twitch stream, you know, once I kind of get that down, I'm gonna Twitch stream how you can go about doing that, so, um, yeah, if any of you guys are interested in that 360 video, it's pretty cool, but they got, you know, they've got 360 cameras for really, really cheap right now. I think there's actually one that's, like, fairly good quality for, like, a little over $100, so, yeah, jump on that bandwagon, man, because, you know, that's, uh, you could probably sell, even with that $100 one, if you got the right lighting, you could probably sell that stock footage for a lot, and the 360 video stock footage goes for a lot more than uh, even like drone or 4k 4k right now on video blocks is going for $200 for a 60 second clip so definitely look into that stock footage if you're checking it out on YouTube um, you know there's gonna be a lot of guys trying to sell you bullshit sell you their methods and their training and all this other bullshit weed through all that because you're not gonna learn nothing um, and yeah, just, just go, there's quite a few different guys out there that, um, they just show you, you know, their dashboard of what they've sold, which, which videos sold over which ones didn't, um, you know, how much money they're actually making. And yeah, I mean, once it's up there, you know, you just keep selling this stock footage and it can turn into a passive income. So Definitely, if you got a DSLR or a, you know, a drone, at least like a Maverick or a, um, you know, something, something that shoots 4K that's got good quality or a 360 camera, you know, you definitely, definitely should. I mean, you can even, if you got a good enough camera on your phone, you could probably get away with selling some pictures. So definitely check that out if you want to try to make a little extra money and then, um, yeah, I'll be putting some videos up to try to help you guys out here pretty soon. But yeah, that's the plan for today. So you guys have a good day. You can follow me on Twitter at uh, ScottHay86 and Hay is H-A-Y. Or Instagram, it's the same thing, ScottHay86. And I'll be back to you with another episode of this podcast tomorrow. So... Have a good day, enjoy your weekend, and I will see you guys tomorrow.